0: Shit. 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 partner. Shit. Shit. Shit, boy. Shit. Shit. Partner, you should be paying me a fee. Shit. <laughs>
1: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by adamandeve.com.
2: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. We're late, Wackerly.
1: Are you pregnant? pregnant. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, the test came back inconclusive. I just checked. I, yeah, I don't know. It came back...
1: We're going to the clinic anyways. Well, I thought it was supposed Better safe to be, than like
2: sorry. pink or something, but it just came back brown.
1: <laughs> I think you put it in the wrong hole. Damn it.
2: Um, no, we're late with good reason. We had a lot of shit going on this weekend. Not to mention it was a fucking holiday weekend. So, you know, people, you can, like, you know, pull the wash the sand out of your vagina. Like, we had all these people, like... Oh, you know, actually, people were kind of understanding. I, I got to say that. I got to... Yeah, I, I didn't a, get I didn't get a single message. I, I got a few emails, a few emails, and a couple calls. were just like, where's the podcast? What the fuck? And then um, Facebook people po- posted messages. But then when I posted, you know, hey, you know, sister's wedding, we're going to be late. We well, actually had two weddings this weekend. Um, and one last weekend. Not that that really has any bearing on it. So I think people understood that's a lot of weddings there, Wackley.
1: Still have one more in October.
2: Fuck dude. Why are these people like ruining their lives like this?
1: Why are they ruining my
2: life? <laughs> <laughs> at that point, are you just like I mean, did you just go buy four toaster ovens and you're just passing them out like Santa?
1: No, at this point you just it's just like all money. Just here. <laughs> the be- the best people are the ones, and I'm I'm being completely serious. If you are about to get married, just do this: have one of those websites where people can just give you money on their credit card It'd be like PayPal. Say say it's for your honeymoon fund, so it's not super impersonal, and they can write a message about the honeymoon. But uh, that's what you got to do.
2: Yeah, my sister was saying that because my sister just wanted money, but she was but she like, didn't set up the website. I know she didn't. She's like, you know what? I should have done. She, I, she it was done too it. late. She's like, but I was talking to somebody. When the, that wedding planner that ran her thing was like, oh, you should have set up this website. And say, contribute to the honeymoon fund. And then uh, everyone would just give him cash. But she didn't really get that many gifts. Um, she did get something really funny from uh, one of uh, Jer's relatives. It was like this lazy, intentionally soon. funny. No, they're like I don't know. They didn't come shame to the wedding. The
1: rel- your your new in laws. This this soon. It's too soon.
2: Yeah, they. I, I don't mean to make fun of them, but I do do a podcast <laughs> where we make fun of everybody. So um, I'm, I don't know their names, but it was it was great. It was like this lazy Susan that uh, was like kind of like a doily. I don't know what you put on it. You just. But it was small. It shaped like it's supposed to be like a record.
1: It's not a I mean a doily is made of lace but this yeah, is Yeah, like it a had lace service. like
2: black lace on top. It made, it was oh. it was a someone like, you know, is a crafty person that did crafts it Sounds amazing. He was glue and Oh, it was really funny when we I'm opened it. I'm a fan
1: up. of the Lazy Susan because you know the Lazy Susan uh, facilitates non-talking dinners. <laughs> you can just you don't have to ask people to pass stuff. You just spin it around to yourself and you can yeah, just but stare at your food.
2: It's small. It's small, so it's like I mean it was only like you maybe You just put the spices on there. I would say it was maybe a foot diameter. Yeah, you just put
1: the salt and pepper, butter, ketchup, and you just HP it.
2: sauce. So you could just spin it without saying anything to anybody. Yeah, you can. You can just eat, staring down into your plate, <laughs> with despair. Avoid all eye contact. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds like a good idea. It's a good marriage um, gift. It was. A, it was a good wedding. A lot of people want to hear some stories, you know, uh, not to uh, disappoint. But my sister did not have IBS during the wedding. During the ceremony. I think she did afterwards, though. Because uh, I guess one of her friends was really wasted. And he was hiding in the shower at the at the hotel for the after party. And when people were coming to the bathroom, he would wait. And then just rip open the <laughs> shower curtain and scare <laughs> the shit out rapist? of people. I don't know. I think he was just really fucked up. He didn't do it to me. But then again, I think I just pissed in the alley. But uh, I think my sister was saying that whatever that outfit she was wearing not her wedding dress remember she had did like a couple outfit changes you told
1: me that but i, I guess i'm just not perceptive enough of different dresses to cuz i looked and it looked like the same thing but I, maybe the skirt was different like it wasn't as flowing
2: no she had like a dress like uh it was an expensive one it was like a um i think it's called a Vera Wang dress whoa and uh she had this vera wang dress nice.
1: i wouldn't i didn't i don't know what vera
2: wang is she's sure great greatest black wedding dress exactly what she wanted but then she changed into this like jumper one piece thing that she had made for her like that's covered in sequins oh, you know what i was
1: really drunk but i did notice that i was like whoa St- stephanie has like weird like like disco bell bottoms on
2: yeah, all of a sudden, like it just like the the mood of the party shifted from like formal wedding into like dance party where everybody was. I like, do
1: remember that. Yeah,
2: and they they, they try to get me out to break dance. I'm too old <laughs> to do those moves anymore. Hurt my knees, but um, okay. Danny Glover. I guess at um, one point Stephanie was uh, said said it was really difficult to take that uh, that outfit off. You kind of almost have to pull the whole thing off, and she said she was like about to shit herself, and then the dude jumped out and was like "boo," and she just said she has shit all over the toilet. It's like it's just fucking gross. That's but I was like, but then again, you know, you should have just bent over and shot it out on hand like shotgun style, like a squid, like a squid, like a squid being or attacked, a skunk. yeah, like a, like a defensive mechanism, you know.
1: It would That would have taught him not to, not to hide in the shower right. like a rapist.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, and scare the shit out of people because that's what you get, you know. Uh, but it was a good wedding. Uh, where, you know?
1: where was Jer? <laughs> I mean, this is after the wedding. Aren't the bride and groom supposed to go consummate?
2: I think she was like, and I think what she did is she went over to, because uh, we were all staying at that hotel that was kind of close by. I don't in want to. Phoenix. Okay,
1: well, you're going to get into TMI information. You're just supposed to be like, yeah, maybe they did. Maybe they did. I don't want to hear like. The blow by blow of how they consummated, then she left.
2: Jared just said it was like a couple minutes, sixty nine, and then it was like <laughs> <laughs> maybe it got a little bit of backdoor action. She passed out. He continued. He finished. You know, five minutes later. Right. No, I don't See, know. They were only there geographic. for. I think. I think they showed up at the hotel. Were like had a couple of beers and then they split. They weren't there that long, okay. but everybody else is getting really interested. Yes. Um, what do you think of my officiating? Are you, are you considering having me officiate your wedding, Wackerly? No, no, no. <laughs> Not
1: <laughs> at all. I, had I thought to leave you enjoyed at one it. Uh, I enjoyed the beginning and then I had to leave for something.
2: Did it get too sappy or something? Was it, uh, it did, did you sassy. Wait, wait. Did you tear up? You teared <laughs> up, didn't you? No, you I went wasn't outside to cry.
1: Up. I was a little bit. Uh, it was awkward.
2: What? When they were doing their vows or something?
1: No, when you were talking about, you know, like, trying to force Jeremy to rape your sister when they were in junior (laughs) high or something.
2: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. You're talking about the roast. Oh, was that the roast? Yeah, I'm talking about the ceremony. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. I am confused. No, the actual, uh, that was very nice when you were doing the actual ceremony.
2: Yeah, I actually had to do, you know, it was funny because I've never done that before, but Stephanie's like... Stephanie so didn't even ask. She's just like, you're doing it. And I was like, Well, what am I supposed well, to do? She's like, You're just Jeff, just not like it.
1: Jeff is gonna do it.
2: Yeah. Well Jeff was the MC of the roast.
1: <laughs> he did a very had. good job as the MC of the roast, but I don't think he would he would have been up to the task of doing the actual like you know, you know, doing yeah, the serum. The
2: serious serum. I had to, you know, I had to do a little research for that and uh you know, kind of channel the rabbi. I mean, we did break the glass. Noticed that we broke the glass. I couldn't glass.
1: see though because we were kind of in the back. Did you? Did you put the glass in a sheet?
2: Uh, you're you talking a white sheet with a hole I, in it?
1: No, isn't there yeah. like a silk handkerchief that the no, glass goes in? No, you just put or?
2: it. You just put it in a black cocktail like napkin. Oh, a napkin. Yeah, it's kind of like a napkin, and then you it's just a uh, paper towel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: with but it's hearts not on it and shit.
2: Here's a little secret, and I don't mean to pull the you know the the, the curtain back here, but it's not a glass wankerly. It's light bulbs. Is that true? Yeah, it's like because you you want the light bulb because it makes a sound and they're easier to break.
1: <laughs> I thought for sure Jerry was gonna like miss it with his foot or something. And have it, to he likes
2: he stomped it like a skinhead. Is it bad luck if
1: you miss it or if it doesn't break? I guess if it's a light bulb, it's gonna break.
2: You know, it's going to break if it's a light bulb, but, but that's the thing. Like, what are the
1: Jews going to do? Because those light bulbs are about to be, you can't get, they're going to be illegal to buy soon. Why? Then what are then what gonna you going to do? Those new compact fluorescent, like, you know, the cur the twisty bulbs. They'll just use one of those. Well, then it'll be LEDs and those aren't going to break very well.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, plus, I plus you're I mean, not
1: supposed to break those fluorescent bulbs because there's like toxic the noxious
2: fumes, yeah. I don't know, maybe they'll just get like, an, you know, like a thin glass, but I think Jer had like this thick wine glass that he bought at a thrift store, and I was like, you know, Jerry, you're going to have to give that a couple stomps here, and uh, he was, but I, but I think it is, I don't know if it's bad luck, but it's kind of embarrassing for the groom like to keep stomping luck. and stomping and like, you know.
1: I don't know if you're supposed to tell everybody the secret of the Jews.
2: Yeah, I know, I'm I'm, I'm revealing the magician's secrets, but hey, you know, and. I would uh, watch you back when you're
1: walking around like the you know canters or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like the in the West one. Hollywood,
2: <laughs> yeah, there he is. That's the guy telling the goys our secrets. Get him. <laughs> get him. Um, but yeah, then then my sister didn't want a. She didn't want a uh, a toast. She wanted a roast. So people were telling embarrassing stories about her, which I was like, why would you want this? And but, but hey, I know why she. I know why she wanted it. <laughs> Because Why?
1: when you're because when you're telling embarrassing stories about Steph and Jer, Big Jer, ninety percent of the embarrassing things are about Jer, right? It's like, and the embarrassing thing is that Stephanie puts up with it.
2: No, I, I, well, I was telling a lot of stuff about Jer, but then I was also I'm probably mentioning you know, Stephanie sharding when she does right. like on a daily basis. You know, and and he doesn't even care. Like, uh, yeah, I think I was I, I told some story about. She called me like two weeks ago. I was in the back of a cab. It was just like, I sharted. And I could hear Jared just kind of like, she did. Did like, you, uh,
1: <laughs> you told the story about the two toilets, which I thought was, oh, yeah, that was I wouldn't allow that if I was, <laughs> you would have cut them. that out. <laughs> you know, if it was about me, I would have had you cut it out. Yeah.
2: Oh, the, oh, the roasting I could do on you accurately. Oh, the you, roasting. Well, you should yeah. definitely have a roast at your wedding. No, I
1: definitely won't have a roast. <laughs> it'll be a toast to how great i am
2: but the place was cool the great american music hall it was kind of uh she had it decked out
1: yeah lots of uh alcohol and food and uh although
2: places you know what the place to sit which is nice <laughs> but you you brought this up earlier you're telling me that the food was like that diarrhea causing food it wasn't just like that food that you know you could eat you're gonna be fine but it was like spicy hot wings Uh, You know, like the
1: (laughs) The staple of weddings and any kind of banquet like that is kind of just like the sort of like grilled chicken with some green beans on the, you know, stuff that's kind of easy to eat. And because you have a big crowd of people and people have different things that they can eat. Uh, it's very basic food, but yeah, your sister had, like, these spicy chicken wings, and uh, what were there, like, lobster rolls, and mac and cheese, and some, like... It was, was heavy that,
2: food. The pot pie was pretty good. But even then, pot pie could uh, induce There were diarrhea. lots of hors
1: d'oeuvres flying around, which was good, but here's the other thing. The ceremony didn't start till like, 8.30, right?
2: So, yeah, that it's, was, like, what? You we weren't
1: eating until, like, 10.30,
2: People would be because drinking you had to do the two toast hours.
1: and the and the ceremony and all this and that, and so people were. You can't eat that food when, you, when you're drunk.
2: It, I mean, it, I guess kind of soaked up alcohol. Like the, the problem with me, the reason I got so wasted is uh, I was doing other things. Like um, we had some friends passing out some stuff, you know, the the happy stuff, go powder, and I had started doing it, and it just completely killed <laughs> you know, my
1: appetite. Be, you know, this is going to be uh, recorded for for. Posterity, 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 right? But whatever,
2: your sister's gonna be like, and you did drugs at my wedding. (laughs) It was her friend that was passing it out. Jesus, true. This girl just comes over, she's like, here, and I'm like, all right. And so, so what happened? And this is the problem with that drug is you just you you lose your appetite. Next thing you you know, bowel control. Yeah, next thing you know, you're just wasted. I I didn't have a problem with the bowels, but I was wasted. I was. You know why? Because they
1: they they cut it with baby laxative.
2: Or w- whatever. Is I mean, that it's true? a stimulant. That, but I don't know be, if uh... I don't think all of it is, but uh, but there would have been nothing to come out. That's why I just just drank so much, and I I blacked out that night. Did you black out? Pretty much yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not at the wedding. I mean, we left the wedding, and the cab was going back to the hotel. Uh, I don't know if people are c- curious about this, but because the Bay Bridge was closed. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> so like, it that was very good. I, you know, it was very nice to have a hotel, so I didn't have to take fucking public transit after being that that hammered, you know, late at night. And uh, but we were going back to the hotel, and I used to live by the hotel, and I was like, ah! Instead of letting the cab take us all the way to the hotel, I said, like, we gotta stop at that bar. You know, it's <laughs> like a bar run by this old Korean Which bar? lady. No, the, the summer, summer place. The summer place. It's yeah. just dank in there, and they have a fireplace. old
2: Asian bar, but you can smoke in there still, right? You can
1: smoke inside, and uh, we were definitely, you know, we're all tanked up and, like, wanting to smoke cigarettes. And I remember going in. I remember paying the cab driver there, and I remember going in, and I remember drinking and lighting a cigarette. And basically lighting the cigarette is the last thing I remember before just waking up at with the sun blaring in the hotel room, just laying in bed. Yeah, it's
2: amazing. You're just like, what transpired in that? Because, I mean, that's it's, I guess it's, it's like only a, a couple block blocks a block from away. the hotel, which yeah. is
1: good. It's not like you, you magically were transported from one into town to the other. But I don't remember, you know, getting into the hotel, getting out of my clothes, which I did. I didn't have my shoes on or anything. So
2: I think it was David Tell who said blacking out is like time travel, but it really is. I mean, if you think about it, it was
1: time travel esque.
2: Sort of. I mean, I, I ended up, I do remember going to the Phoenix Hotel afterwards, having an after party, hanging out, and then just woke up at like, I think one o'clock or one thirty because the, they kept calling us being like, uh, you didn't call for a late checkout. And then, I, didn't even, I didn't even realize I was in a hotel. It's just a <laughs> splitting headache.
1: Yeah. Your eyes are so dry, they open up, but it's like light is bouncing off the crust. It's still not coming in. Uh,
2: contacts still in. Um, you know, it was a good wedding when uh, at least 3 people barfed and uh, my sister said there uh, she said 4 people barfed 3 at the wedding and one at the hotel that she knew of so it's good and that's that's the way it's it's a Although, good P- at P-Town's wedding, Town's wedding
1: somebody barf. lost their shoe in the lobbies. <laughs> that's the next level of bullshit
2: yeah, that I think that guy also barfed, too, at the wedding. Wow. So he lost his shoe afterwards. Yeah, I uh, broke my shoe at that wedding. That uh, oh, okay. was classy. But, but it was a good time. got to spend the weekend in uh, San Francisco. You know, the one thing I didn't get to do, and I'm a little bummed about it because I'll never get to do it again, and I'm, I'm assuming you probably didn't because uh, you were with your girlfriend, but she might have enjoyed it, is I didn't get to go check out the Lusty Lady. Wackily. They closed the Lusty Lady the last night, I heard the last day. I heard that they closed that, yeah was um uh, I think it was Sunday it was the last day of the lusty lady
1: I mean even the respectable newspaper up here is is making this out to be a historic
2: event, you know I mean they're obviously making more of what it is, but it was kind of a cool venue i mean it, but
1: they're making they're making the Starbucks version the Mcdonald's version of what it is
2: yeah I mean the place was assorted disgusting like it was old it, well, it was assorted disgusting like you know, flesh den where you just went in there, you stuck a quarter, or I think it was like a quarter in the, the booth. Went up. It was a peep show booth. The booth went booth. up and the, there were like four girls dancing. But the weird thing about it is you'd sit there and you could see into the other booths. You could watch, while you're watching the naked girl in the background, you see some dude just, you know, wanking it. It was disgusting. I mean, did you ever go in Why that place? Why are you looking
1: at the guy wanking it?
2: You can't avoid it because it's like there's, you see <laughs> movement in the, the background. Well, you do that, but I mean, it's defocus <laughs> I, it, it's hard enough just to go in there and, and walk into one of those booths and just it's the bleach and the semen smell I mean, it was overpowering it i was think that's why some people liked
1: it though because it's not like you can go into a a regular strip club like the ones we went to with big jared and his bachelor party and just start jacking off no you they, be thrown out in a second
2: and that one i mean is, but
1: basically the lusty lady that everybody's doing that
2: you're in a little private booth. But that place is purely for exhibitionism. Like you go in there and you just want to jack off in front of one of those girls.
1: Is that what it is? Yeah.
2: So I mean, they can they can see. I think it's that's what those that's why the guys get off. Like, do you remember Holly Stevens? She and uh, um Holly Stevens and and uh, oh, yeah, Ginny, Ginny Blossom, yeah. used to they worked at they both worked at the Lusty. And so I remember hanging out with them there on a couple occasions. Always being disgusted by that place. Like they. She would tell me some Could of the gnarly stories. Could you pay the to have to come into your booth with you? No, you, you couldn't. Like, you would uh, go in there. I mean, couples went in there, into the booths. She oh. said couples used to fuck all the time in the booths. Uh-huh. But, um, no. Like, that's you, gross. You I mean, couldn't if your touch the might girls. you're
1: pregnant, it might not even be your baby.
2: Yeah, then, yeah no, that's even, just, that's even more disgusting. Holly used to tell me every night she worked, a dude would come in there, the same dude, and would just lick the cum off the window
1: hmm like I've just, heard that story.
2: Uh, it's just, I mean, it, it's that type of place. It's such a seedy joint. Um, another another story about the place and why I always was kind of fond of it. I bet you that
1: guy is dead now. <laughs>
2: okay. I mean, that guy's got like 30 different kinds of AIDS. Right. And whatever else you can get from the lusty ladies' windows. They've probably never been cleaned.
1: Gonorrhea of the tongue.
2: Ugh. But the, the, another, reason, uh, another reason I was fond of that place is I remember um, – I met Lemmy, Lemmy Kilmister from Motorhead once. And uh, I, was, I was talking to him like, hey, when you, when you coming to play San Francisco? I, said, I think it was, at the Rain- yeah, it was at the Rainbow Room. I was like, yeah, when are you going to play San Francisco again? He's like, oh, San Francisco. Love San Francisco. Lusty lady, my favorite place.
1: It's the best tasting window come.
2: <laughs> Every, like, three people I know have actually seen him walking out of the place. So just to think that uh, Lemmy used to go in there and jack off, and now he's probably kind of bummed about it because it's not going to be there anymore.
1: Do you think he really
2: knows? Yeah, he probably doesn't care. <laughs> but but I mean, it, the weird thing about that place is they they it was it's so vaunted because it, they're because it's unique. They're saying it was one of these. It's the first, I guess it's it's not only the first strip club in the country to be successfully unionized, but it also was the first to function as a worker-run a worker-run cooperative. So all the strippers owned a piece of that business, which if you think about it, I think that also contributed to the demise because strippers tend to be, I don't know, not the most responsible individuals out there. Like uh, hell you say. (laughs) Like fun you say, but (laughs) I, but it's true though. I mean, if you think about it, that place is disgusting. I mean, had they put a little bit of effort into it, a little bit of money?
1: Well, this is what I don't get. So it's owned by the strippers, but was there like a house mother or did they pay a manager or was it just they were in charge of everything?
2: You know, I was reading this article on – I think this is in the SF Weekly and they were saying they did eventually hire a guy – Scott Big Red Farrell, who became the lusty lady's general manager last year. But up until that point, for the past like, I don't know, I think the I think they the strippers bought the lusty lady in two thousand three. They bought the business from its owner. They pulled their tips. Four hundred thousand dollars. They formed a <laughs> I don't workers'. Remember that. Co-op.
1: Okay. But speaking of that before I don't how did you tip the girls with the glass there? Was there a little slot?
2: I don't. You didn't tip the girls that were dancing. Those girls were paid hourly, which was like twenty bucks an hour. But there was okay. a, there was a VIP area, and the girls in the VIP area there's like a slot that you just put your money underneath, and they would do stuff. It was like you one on
1: one on one, and you couldn't see the guys across the way, right?
2: Yeah, and each girl like would I guess kind of cycle through the VIP area right. to the stage. I think that's um, what
1: I was confused about whether they would come in the booth with you, but there was a VIP area.
2: But even the VIP area, you weren't touching them. It's not like they're giving you a lap dance, right? But I, it, it, you know, you could like talk I, said, to them, I haven't
1: though. been in there, and I wasn't. I haven't been in there for nine years or something. Well,
2: so. that, that's the thing. The, the girls that worked at the Lusty weren't the type of girls that you'd see at like Deja Vu Center They weren't like tan and blonde with big fake tits. Uh, these are the type of girls that were like like burlesque dancers, like thicker, tattooed, big, huge art bushes. Students. A lot of them art, are art students. students. Um, feminists, like it was that kind of thing, you know. Lots armpit of piercings, hair. armpit hair. Yeah, I mean, it's there were a couple of attract. I mean, there are there are more than a couple of attractive ones, but I mean, for the most part, they're the girls there are much more genuine than uh, you know the Deja Vu type of chicks. And That 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 all the rest of the strip clubs on Broadway were all Deja Vu clubs. So now that Deja Vu, I pretty much bought the lusty lady. And they're, they're, like I said,
1: it's all been McDonald'sified.
2: Yeah, it's, it's now corporatized. It's all a chain
1: now. So Deja Vu pretty club. much
2: has a monopoly on every strip club in that city. And so the, you know, the, the individualism that is San Francisco is now being tampered, Waggerly. <laughs> Do you think that's what's going on here? Do you think uh, San Francisco is becoming homogenized, becoming corporate? Kind coming... of.
1: Did you, see, did you see the world's end yet?
2: I did see the world's end. So that's it's a good a big,
1: movie. I don't think we're giving anything away, but that's a big theme of that movie is that, you know, all these individual dirty, divy pubs are, are being bought up by sort of Sports corporate cars. interests. Yeah. They're trying to, it, you know, like you said, commodify everything, make it safe. That's what's going on. Even what? in the world of wide open beaver stripping, because <laughs> deja vu, they all do.
2: They still do wide open beaver, right? Yeah, but you think about it, though. The the guy who, the landlord who owns the Lusty Lady, he's on that building right next door is the Hustler Club. Obviously, he's going to, you know, renovate the uh, Lusty Lady and just add on to the Hustler Club. I mean, they make so much money at these at these places. And the Lusty Lady, it's like it's kind of an eyesore. It's like, why have that? It's like the red-headed stepchild. You don't need it. Capitalism. Capitalism. That's, Capitalism
1: that's... and uh, maintaining local flavor aren't... Uh always hand in hand. Well,
2: that's, what's sad about it, uh, And you'll, you'll notice, especially in North beach and certain, in other areas of San Francisco, it's like, now you're just seeing these chains coming in there. You're seeing like Chipotle is popping up, you know, the Taqueria is closing <laughs> down. Diarrhea. You see, uh, you know, the bars are all like these fancy mixologist bars. They're buying yep. all the dive bars, converting them to these mixologist bars, and it's like there'll be it's like true. one guy or not a group of guys that own like eight bars, and they're just you know that's what they do—they just buy these bars and flip the bars. So it's like you know soon enough, San Francisco is going to be like Times Square, you know, in Manhattan, exactly. And this is just—and this... everybody will come to Oakland. You yeah, but they don't have any strip clubs in Oakland, so why, why don't they just move? Strip- the... Why aren't there
1: strip? I've asked this question many times, and I've never gotten an answer out of anybody. Why are there no strip clubs in Oakland? It must be a city ordinance. You know, I, d- I don't know. I mean, I don't know of a single one in the entire East Bay, now that you mention it.
2: But you'd think about all the girls that, the, you know, the, the the Oakland type of chicks. You'd think they were the type of girls that would don't dance in the place lusty. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to disparage Oakland girls, but, you know, that natural, you know, a lot of girls in Oakland have buckwheat and a headlock, a lot of them uh, don't know how to <laughs> shave. And that's what I'm saying. It's like they and they got their are they're heavily tattooed. I'm saying the lusty probably would do well in Oakland, better than it would in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, for some reason I don't think it's legal, or else there would be at
2: least this one strip club somewhere. I just remember when uh, I I used, wish Oakland was like Portland, like where it's just everywhere. Yeah, and you <laughs> it's can drink. normalized. You can drink at those. Yeah, you know, Portland's kind of where strippers. You can bring go your to girlfriend,
1: dye. and it's not even weird. You're like, come on down. We're just going to the strip club. It's
2: not yeah, a big but deal. Portland is kind of where strippers go to die. When you're too old to strip in like Miami or Vegas or San Francisco or L.A., I you just remember go to you Portland.
1: you to like one at uh, somebody's bachelor party.
2: <laughs> one or two. Well, she was I young. liked a couple. She was young. But uh, my last story about the Lusty Lady, I'm going to miss that place. One of the main reasons I'm going to miss that place is because it was a workers' co-op and because all the girls you know, owned a piece of it, they didn't have to necessarily strip if they didn't want to. And so during the day, I remember I had a friend uh, who was the the front door guy, and he was in a band called, like, the Jack Saints or something. And I remember I'd go over – when I worked at the Roaring Twenties, I'd go over there and uh, smoke some weed with him. And he's like, yeah, check this out. And you'd see, like, there'd be, like, three perverts in the booth – maybe like four girls working and the girls would just be sitting there eating their lunch and not even doing anything. Like a the, subway sandwich. Yeah. And the guys would be tapping on the glass like you would at the zoo trying to make them do something. And the girls mm. would just like, just roll out their fingers, just, you know, just flick them off and be like, fuck you. Mm. And so these dudes were just paying quarters to watch girls eat. Yeah. Sometimes they were topless and they would eat, which I guess is kind of hot. I'd
1: pay a quarter to see that.
2: But anyway, it's an institution that's going to be missed. And I think it's a hallmark that San Francisco, you know, is changing. It's, uh, I don't know. Is it evolving? (laughs) Who knows? It's it's
1: evolving into a corporate wonderland.
2: Yeah, it's influx. Uh, People, you're listening to uh, episode 396 here, Sick and Wrong. Um, You know the way the show works. Wacken and I present the most disturbing news times of the week. We laugh about it. If we give you credit... Uh, we'll send you a sick wrong care package uh, we got some good ones this week And uh, before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor AdamandEve.com
0: Hey kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to AdamandEve.com And make a purchase
2: using coupon code DIDDLE You'll get 50% off your first item Three free
0: adult DVDs Free shipping And a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast About murder and bukkake
2: Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor,
0: AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you.
2: So uh, the first story here for uh, 396 came from uh, Gavin in Wrexham, North Wales. You know, Gavin actually is one of like 30 people to send this in, including Wankerly. Wankerly found this story, too. But Gavin Gavin, Gavin sent it first. Right. So uh, here, I got my care package for you in my pocket. Hold on a second.
1: Oh, great. I can't wait. There you go. Nice.
2: (laughs) Had to give you the finger. I was waiting all day. Um, But no, Gavin got this. Gavin was one of the first people to send this in. (laughs) Uh, Gavin says, I know the Chinese are fucked up, but this is just twisted. This woman is taking a leaf out of the Mexican cartel's torture book. Is We've that- been
1: kind of bagging on China a lot lately, but it's not like we go looking for these stories. The China- I mean, any more than we look for stories from anywhere else.
2: China is becoming worse in Florida. I think it is worse in Florida. At I'm least in its atrocity. Sure the,
1: I'm pretty sure the economic development, the... Uh, General level of education, <laughs>
0: level of <laughs> well, eating of weird
1: animals is all worse in China than it is in Florida. Yeah, you'd be right.
2: um But yeah, I mean, this is uh, straight out of the Mexican cartels torture book. Um, he says, "Keep it sick, keep it wrong." On a side note, can I be the official UK bus driver correspondent? Sure.
1: I mean, the only reason we would ever say no to one of these requests is if we already have one. And I think we have a lorry driver, but that's not the same as a bus. We've got, like, an internet technician. We had a
2: mailman. We had uh, uh, the guys that drive the the tube. They drive the the train drivers. the
1: Which is different than a bus, right? Yeah, Uh, so I I don't know. There's a guy in Australia who drives a train, but I don't think he listens anymore.
2: (laughs) No, that guy still does. That guy still sends in uh, emails every now and then. Um, So, yeah, he can be that. Do you think this guy drives a double-decker bus?
1: i think those are only in, did he say in london i he, no, say, he just said, no, he no, said he's, he's in wales he's in oh, wales wales no hmm. i think he drives like the bus the tourist bus that takes you from the hotel down to the beach
2: he just drives all those northern birds around yeah <laughs> um china boy's eyes gouged out by a woman let me say that one again boy's eyes gouged out by woman you just know where this is going. Six year old boy is recovering in hos in the hospital after his eyes were gouged out in a horrific attack in China. Uh the kid's name is Gu Bin, and you know, last Chinese story, we just butchered the name of that town that you that with the Ghostbuster. I don't oh, know. Really? Any... Guangzhou? No, it's something else. Some guy corrected oh. us, I don't remember what he said. But uh <laughs> I, I don't even know. Let that be
1: think. a lesson to you when you decide to call in and correct us or email us and correct us. D has no remembrance of what he's actually said. You know what I do?
2: It's just, it's usually, I'm just like, delete, delete. <laughs> I'll file that in the complaint box. Uh-huh. Um, I guess the boy failed to return home for dinner after playing outside. And five hours later, do they have is,
1: dinner in China.
2: <laughs> I think it's just, um, it's a bowl of rice. Bud. Bud. <laughs> pecking duck. Um, five hours later, which is a long time. I mean, most, most American parents aren't going to let their kid just, a six year old kid just be, you know, go play for five hours. Where is that kid anyways? (laughs) Well, I mean, aren't you only allowed to have one in China? And if it's
1: a boy, you definitely want to keep track of it.
2: Yeah. These are very neglectful parents. Uh, So five hours later, the child was discovered by his parents with both of his eyes missing. His face was covered with blood, but he was conscious and spoke to his mother, claiming that he had been <laughs> did, did attacked. Did
1: he walk home on his own, or did they did somebody bring him back to their their hut?
2: Dude, they don't live in a hut. I'm sure they live <laughs> in I'm sure they live in an apartment building with like you know 800 apartments and, clothing. and babies
1: lodged in the sewer pipe.
2: Babies, babies is- in the sewer pipe. They have clothing hanging over like the uh, the balconies.
1: Okay. Um, but somebody brought the kid back he didn't just wander back on his own with no eyeballs i mean i know the chinese kids are sort of prodigies but come on
2: <laughs> yeah no that would definitely take some talent i you know i don't know how we got back they don't even say it they just said the parents found him okay the young boy's mother found him near their home just wandering
1: they finally decided after six hours to form a search maybe, party
2: well, maybe we should go take a look for uh young goobin um, his face was covered in blood, but he was conscious. He spoke to his mother, claimed that he had been attacked by a woman with a fake or with a strange accent. He was attacked by a woman with a strange accent. I don't know what she sounded like. I'm assuming she sounded like Sarah Silverman. Which,
1: a Chinese Sarah Silverman? Or,
2: or just Sarah Silverman? Like
1: a Jewish Sarah Silverman went to China to gouge a kid's eyes out.
2: Yeah. And just did it in that weird voice of hers, which... Hmm. Yeah, could you imagine? I would just be like, cut him out and just be gone, woman. I can't hear you speak anymore.
1: Could you gouge out my ears while you're at it? <laughs> well, that's the worst part also about it. get a touch of the
2: breast? Sarah Silverman is easy on the eyes. I, I enjoy looking at her. I think I'm genetically hot-wired to be very attracted to her. But that voice just kills me. Oh, it's so bad. But I'm a little kid. Oh, God. Even though I'm 40. She's like early 40s and she still talks. It's like she's been like snorting helium.
1: Come on. Permanently. Aren't I cute?
2: <laughs>
0: you just mm, hate Sarah I'm going to say, then.
1: I'm going to talk about dirty things in a little kid's voice. It's my shtick. <laughs> he, 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 he. I pooped my pants. I pooped on a penis. He, he. <laughs> Fuck her. I, I hate her so much.
2: Would you have sex with her if the oh, opportunity God, ar- yes. arose? Yes. But would it be just like a pure grudge type of sex? Oh, ball yeah. gag. Okay. I'd, all bad, right.
1: I'd be like, you better not talk about my fucking dick in your act, you stupid bitch. And I know you're not a child. Tra- I'd make, I'd, I would like, I would want to fuck her so hard she used a woman's voice. <laughs> just force her to.
2: You would fuck her so hard that her voice would become husky.
1: Just be like, oh God. <laughs> not that I have like, I have all this prowess, but that, that'd be my fantasy is what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know what accent because the worst this lady thing would be.
1: Had. I mean, speaking of China, sorry to get off track here, but that's like the Asian porn thing, right?
0: That's oh, why yeah. I can't watch
1: Asian porn. It's because in Asian porn, the they porn, squeal. the female porn they stars squeal. Are like because I think Asian people like that. Like, if I'm fucking a child, feeling.
2: Well, I don't think I bet and you know, Sarah that's Silverman. How, that's how Sarah that. Silverman
1: would start out because she would think it would be funny.
2: I think if you met Sarah Silverman, if she wasn't stoned, she was just normal. I don't think her voice would sound like that. I think it's an no, act. I think she puts it act. on.
1: Okay, but who I'm fine knows? with her. Then she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whatever you got to do to make money, I see that. But still, it's it, it's fucking annoying. So I could imagine that, you know, if she walked up, a woman with Sarah Silverman's voice walked up to uh, a young boy. Um, He was he probably said, you know, just gouge my eyes out, cut my ears off and just leave me be. Um, Apparently, she just grabbed him, walked down the street and uh, carried him away. This is what the son said. Um, He knew exactly what was happening the entire time. And he said this to his parents. There's a person gouging out his eyes with a thing. And then he started crying, which is interesting because can you cry with no eyeballs? Apparently. But how? No, I mean, if, you're, if you gouge out the eyes. And, and, the holes just fill up with water. <laughs> well, and blood, I imagine. But what, do you think she used a spoon?
1: They don't have spoons in China. They haven't invented them yet. They have
2: chopsticks. Oh, so you think she just stuck chopsticks in and just ripped it out? <laughs> or her thumbs. No, because it says here she was using a thing. What does he know? He can't see. <laughs> yeah, he probably could feel a device. Maybe she had like a trowel or something.
1: Um, I don't know. Shoehorn? I'm hard, I'm hard pressed to think of other typical Chinese items. That you could you dig know, dig they do out.
2: have spoons because I've had that. What about the
1: Chinese finger trap? Could you dig somebody's eye out
2: with that? I guess she probably could have put those on his fingers to hold his hands down.
1: What about those weird ribbons on sticks that they do the gymnastics with? You could use that to dig somebody's eye out.
2: That's probably what she used. Although they do have spoons. What about
1: gunpowder, which was invented by the Chinese <laughs> in 600 BC, before we were even out of caves in Europe?
2: I swear they have spoons there, though. Because haven't you gotten hot and sour soup, and they have like that weird big like porcelain spoon?
1: I thought you just drink it right out of the bowl. Like
2: no, that's what they do in Japan. Savage. Oh, um. Regardless, she used a thing to gouge out his eyes, and the person told them in her strange accent, "Don't cry. If you stop crying, I'll stop gouging your eyes." Which apparently she didn't, because she oh, continued to gouge me. out like, the eyes.
1: If I don't stop crying, you won't stop. Will <laughs> gouge out my stop gouging out my eyes? What? What's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to stop or start? <laughs> There's too many negatives um, in that.
2: They did find. The child's eyes nearby, but the corneas were missing. So she gouged his eyes out, but she did not remove the corneas. And so this contradicts a the theory that the attack was connected to Chinese, uh, China's illegal trafficking of human organs, which apparently is a major problem there. <laughs>
1: Nobody's the f- going to transplant a child's
2: eyeball. They might be worth a lot.
1: They're going to transplant a child's eyeball into another child.
2: Who knows? I mean, I, they, they might be... I bet you I bet you. there are They're kids born even su- blind.
1: Has anybody ever successfully even transplanted an eyeball? I didn't even know that was possible.
2: You never know what they do in China.
1: I think that this is the magical... That eye, the children's eyeballs are the ingredients in pearl cream.
2: Pearl is, cream. Is pearl cream... Is, is that the cream that makes you young, or is that the cream that gives you a boner?
1: Make you young. Ancient Chinese secret. Pearl cream. <laughs> You don't remember those ads that were just on like the secondary cable channels, like you know, once every fifteen minutes?
2: Wasn't there kind of like this like emerald background? It was very gauzy. Yeah, it was very gauzy. When
1: when Barbara Walters interview somebody, they put the the f- fuzzy filter on the camera it was like that
2: it's like a gaussian blur over it and it's just and then she's like speaking and she's like pearl cream and you could buy it for 1995 pearl, or something Pearl cream <laughs> <laughs> i you know i don't know i this woman might have been making pearl cream who knows but they claim that the authorities are denying the link to trafficking in order to cover up an embarrassing problem um have they found the eyes they did find the said they found them
1: but not the corneas no
2: the corneas were still intact so huh.
1: they were still intact in his face?
2: Yeah, I guess they're in his sockets.
1: So like in movies or cartoons when you get when you get your eyes gouged out, it comes out like a whole ping pong ball, but apparently
2: that's doesn't not Doesn't it hang on like a string? Like did you have to yeah. cut the the nerves or something?
1: What about the, what the about optic novelty glasses with the slinkies?
2: I don't think they look like that. <laughs> Although that would be cool. That's probably what I'd get them replaced with. Yeah. Um, even, if you
1: even if they don't work, function, like, you know, allowing you to see it, they'll be pretty cool.
2: Well, they, the the hospital here, the director of the hospital said uh, the child's making superb recovery, but his sight will never be recovered. Um, he said the the, the the boy will definitely be blind, which I imagine is an astute assessment because his eyeballs are fucking gone. Like, what else? What are you going to do? Like, just stick other eyeballs in there and then they're going to work?
1: Jordy LaForge. Ooh. He's got an Alice band around his face. He sees through that.
2: That actually, I, mean, I bet you, if if anyone can do it, it's the ingenuity of the Chinese. that can make some really cool, like what 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 is that? Like that that weird, yeah, it's like a weird Alice, Alice band, band around but, his face. But couldn't it I gave him? I was
1: disappointed. You know, in like the next one of the next generation movies, uh, Lavar Burton gets like uh, he get he gets rid of that thing, and he has actual like. They're they're not they're they're mechanical or whatever they're artificial. But he gets actual eyeballs. Like the pupils look weird. But I hated that that movie. Yeah, but got, why, why he, wouldn't that he? Cool have visor that? was gone.
2: But why why would he need the visor? That's why I was the word. Because it looks for. cool. But Remember I mean,
1: new wave. when not like all the rocker. The guy would have like a guitar, and he would have those kind of glasses. That's just doing the robot. Make you look like Cyclops. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it. You're what? How many years in the future was that? 100 years uh, in the Star future? Star Trek? <laughs> I
1: 22 something. I okay, don't
2: know. Well, whatever. In that time, you'd think they'd have like, you know, cyborg type implants they could just jam in your eye. Fashion. Yeah, maybe it was fashion. Google Glass. Yeah. Well, so doctors say they plan to implant artificial eyeballs in the boy's eye sockets after his inflammation subsides so that people will not be scared by his appearance in the future. So <laughs> frankly, what what kind of eyeballs would you get? It <laughs> looks like a bowling ball. Just yeah, you could just jam your fingers—one thumb in his mouth, <laughs> two fingers <laughs> in his eyes. <laughs> Looks like a meat bowling ball. That's how his parents just grab this him. Motherfucker, looking like a meat
1: bowling ball. Shit! Behave, get that, kid, that creepy kid away from me.
2: I would want some big bulbous, like Simpson, Homer Simpson type eyeballs. <laughs> That'd be cool. Then you could just make them pop out. Have you ever seen a goat's eye? Don't wait, goats' eyes don't they see on the side? Well, they know that, they, you know, like a, a
1: cat's eye are like slit uh, vertically, like a pussy. <laughs> That's where they get the word from. <laughs> goat's eyes are slit uh, side to side. It's really creepy looking. I, That's know, what I, I don't would think get. I ever
2: noticed that. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. I think Google the best thing search. to do is, I, it was what we said earlier, with the springs attached to it. So you could just yeah. kind of press a button. They just pop out and get all googly. Great. Maybe like an LED light. Like when things yeah. get awkward on a date conversation stilted you just press that button and boom and then comedy ensues and you get your dick sucked so what do you have here Wackly, for the second story
1: have you ever been to alaska did you go on an alaskan cruise or just another cruise
2: no you cruise. know uh i i regret not going on that one uh my dad said that uh he had a lot of fun and stephanie uh, went right no he just went by himself and that, oh, that was the first cruise he went on it was years ago and uh, that was the first one and i just couldn't get the time off of work because i think i just started the new job no i think i was working at the strip club back then but he did went he by ever, himself
1: did he did your dad tell you about the famous
2: sour toe uh was that the, uh, the 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 glory hole in Juno?
1: Don't okay.
2: No, I'm joking. Stop now. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's in a town it's in a town called Yukon I think. Yukon is a region which is very large but I think there's also a town called Yukon. You went to Alaska
2: a, a few times.
1: Right, but like I said it's very large. You can't really go to every part of it. Uh even and if I wasn't working I would have gone to Yukon cuz it sounds like my, like my type of place. Um <laughs> the, I guess this actual town is called Dawson City. And uh, there's a place called the Downtown Hotel there. <laughs> there's a local tradition of downing drinks containing a severed digit, a toe. Human? A human toe. It's Why? gnarled and leathery like a stale pepperoni stick. And it harkens back to the early
2: 1970s. <laughs> Did it belong to an Inuit? <laughs> I'll get to that later. Why Why would you ever do that?
1: In the 70s, in re- 1970s, not the 1870s, even though this sounds like a uh, Mark Twain story, a river barge pilot named Captain Dick Stevenson. He had big, like, mutton chops and a white guy afro and bell-bottom pants on because it was the 70s, right? He was all coked up. You know that guy was a badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I think Alaska in the 70s was a different place than, like... Uh, you know jersey city in the
2: 70s yeah but i right. bet you some of the same hookers still work there
1: i think you know you were saying that uh what were you saying <laughs> that portland was where old strippers go and they can't hack it in san francisco i think the old hookers probably go to alaska because they can they, after work they up have until they're like portland. 65 up there <laughs> there aren't that
2: many women yeah it's a dearth of women so it's like we'll take what we can get Well, this river barge pilot,
1: 1970s river barge pilot, Dick Stevenson, Captain Dick Stevenson, he founded the Sour Toe Cocktail Club. Terry Lee of the present day (coughs) is a local retiree, and he has worked as the tow captain since June, uh... And he says the latest
2: toe, so there's been multiple so toes. So there's been, whose toes are, where, like, where these toes coming from? I will get to that. From? All right. Would you let me finish? <laughs> I'm just thinking people pass out in the bar and they chop your toe off.
1: No, it's nothing that gruesome. Right. Although it is a fucking real human
2: toe. So I, it is I bet you gruesome. they do that shit in Poland, though. Poland or, like, the Czech Republic. Yeah, this ain't Poland.
1: This is Alaska. It's mildly civilized. <laughs> <laughs> the latest toe is mummified with salt and, uh... It's plunked into drinks for brave patrons about 30 or 40 times per night.
2: That is insane. Is this shot free or do
1: they buy their shot? Oh, you got to buy it. Although booze is cheap in Alaska. More than 52,000 people have joined the Sour Toe Cocktail Club you want to hear more about the toe it's a dark brown you know, color it's completely wrinkled it's a gross looking thing you know why because it looks like a piece of shit apparently
2: yeah, that, that, a mean, toe. the way you're describing it just sounds like a dried up turd
1: you're like oh man is there a piece of shit in my drink no it's just a toe and you're like oh that's cool
2: uh, yeah that's way better what, what else is in that what's the shot comprised of like how many different kinds of liquor <laughs>
1: It can be anything you want. Actually, uh, the toe captain Terry Lee recommends Yukon Jack whiskey, probably because it's uh, has a local appellation.
2: So you just you get a shot of whiskey and you shove this toe in it. Does your mouth touch come in contact with the toe? Of course it does. It's in the shot glass that you're doing a shot from. They don't give you a straw, although that would still be just as gross. So do you suck the toe like you would a lime after a shot of tequila?
1: This guy was in town, and di- everybody just knows him as Josh from New Orleans. Which I've talked about Alaska before. What I know of it, and uh, people don't like get in your business. And if you just tell them you're Josh from New Orleans, that's good enough for them. That's who you are. But you know he's running
2: from something.
1: He was uh, he was out on a tear one night, and uh, he decided he was at a different bar, and he thought he was going to ring the bell at the bar that he was at. The bar, that bar was called the Pit. And when you ring the bell at the pit you, that means you're gonna buy drinks for everybody, so he wanted to do something epic as
2: the internet people say these days, right so he was he was out capering basically
1: he was capering, cutting and capering, but instead of ringing the bell at the pit, he rushed over to downtown hotel to quote unquote swallow the toe, although that's a euphemism, it's just doing the toe drink so okay the he- same they keep the same toe right. The toe just stays in the bar. They put it in your shot. You do the shot. You get a certificate or a little card that says you're part of the Sour Toe Cocktail Club. Uh, and that's that. He went, he was drunk. And he went to the downtown hotel. He paid his $5 toe tax to have the amputated artifact dipped into his glass of booze. Although it's not, there's a lot of vague reporting and uh, not very accurate language because it's not dipped into your glass they they drop they it just in
2: drop glass. it in the glass um it's like my brother's jaeger ball shot
1: yeah it's like <laughs> it's not called his jaeger ball shot it's called his ball drop shot and how did we fall drop like, shot. i'm gonna have to
2: ask you how did we learn about the ball drop shot i think he was talking about it on the no podcast. i think it was
1: either big daddy mike at some or holiday was telling us about
2: it huh or was it mattress? Or mattress? Didn't... No, or was I think it Myrtle. Was...
1: Myrna, remember Myrna? Oh yeah, Myrna was a man. I don't know why he was named Myrna, but did was you Jeffrey's did you meet friend. that kid
2: that he brought to my sister's wedding? Not to change Myrna? the subject. No, that oh, that kid Jeffrey brought. I think I was like probably twenty two. I think he was a magician. That kid? I no, I know he just got out of rehab. Because he but... stole my heart. No, I didn't <laughs> my heart. He said he was gonna
1: ra- the night before. He said he was gonna raise the dead at the wedding, and he was trying to get me to volunteer. And I was almost drunk enough too, but I was like, "I'm not telling you I'm doing any weird things at the wedding because he just hound me the whole time when
2: I say I he, won't do it." He was the guy that everybody had a story from. Uh, the only story that I have is really quick was that. He left with two crackheads in the Tenderloin and just disappeared during the wedding. And then afterwards, my brother's like, we've sh- we got to go find him. we got to go find him. And I was like, why? I heard about this third hand well, I, uh, I, I the next like, couple nights. I was like, why? And he was like, yeah, whatever. And so then we just went over to, the, to the, that, that hotel and was drinking until the, the kid called like three hours later. And my brother went and fetched him. <laughs> he so was normally, like 22.
1: Normally what happens with this toe drink is you pay five dollars. I think you pay for the booze, then you pay five dollars for them to drop the toe in. Um, and there's a standard line you say right before you do the shot, and you bump the toe against your mouth. That's all you're supposed to do. You're supposed to bump the toe against your mouth, and you leave it in there. But you're supposed so you to say, suck
2: on it, it just hits your lips, and that's it. That's hits it. Your lips, okay. I and mean, you
1: could suck on it if you're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you're supposed to say, you can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips must touch the toe.
2: God, that's disgusting. That's what
1: must happen. Yeah, it has to just touch your lips. That's it. However, this guy, he, uh, like I said, he was on a tear. He slurped the toe into his mouth, quickly grabbed his pint of beer and chugged it.
2: Wait, wait. He swallowed it?
1: He swallowed the toe. And there's actually provisions for this because there's a $500 fine. And uh, this Josh from New Orleans guy, he takes five hundred dollars out of his pocket and slammed it on the table and started walking away. Lee Terry Lee, the toe captain, said, "Where's the toe?" And he said, "I swallowed it," and just walked out. (laughs) So he planned. It wasn't just that he was hammered. He planned the whole time to swallow the toe.
2: You know, there's going to be so many yarns about this guy in this town in Yukon. One day I see him. He came in here. he swallowed that sour toe. Not just one of them. He swallowed 30 of them.
1: He's going to be the John Henry of this toe of
2: thing. this. Yeah, this, this, this hotel bar. How big was this thing? The
1: toe? Yeah. <laughs> Have you looked at your own toe? It's that <laughs> size.
2: So it was only a couple inches.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's a big toe or what. <laughs> I think it's one of the middle ones. God. And he just swallowed it. <laughs> He just swallowed it. He's got that toe. Now they don't have a toe. That people go into this bar to, like I said, thirty to forty people do this a day. Everybody pays five bucks. What is that? Well,
2: it's, it's their. It's what they're known for. That's their. It's like two hundred
1: bucks a day, right? That's their gimmick. Yeah, it and it's you know a profit center. And now they don't have a toe.
2: In the tourist books, it probably says you got to go do the the famous sour toe shot.
1: Yeah. Another guy who's just sort of telling the story, helping tell the story, he, he'd, he's done it before, and he says it, uh, the whiskey was the only thing you could taste. You can't taste the toe, but you can feel it, and it's like a leathery piece of beef jerky with toenail attached.
2: Oh, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. He says he
1: still shudders when he thinks about his tongue touching the raggedy severed end. So there's a severed end. It's
2: not, like, sewed up. So someone probably hacked it off with, like, a hatchet or something.
1: Well, here's what happens because now they're looking for a new toe, right? Corpse, uh, corpse. They're on the search day. for a new toe. Most in the past have been donated through someone's will. So it's like when you're an organ donation guy, you're like willing to like give your eyeballs, like we're talking about, or your heart or liver to somebody's dying. Like in apparently in this town, you can also put on your license that you're willing to give up your toe, so this bar can continue this fucking crazy gimmick.
2: Not that it matters, but is it a man's toe or a woman's toe? Doesn't matter, I don't
1: think. Hmm. But uh, I think, did I say what this one was? No, they don't even know. They don't even know. They don't know. But uh, one one in the past, maybe not this one, was actually given to the bar after it was cut off by a lawnmower. And I assume that the guy lived, but he was missing a toe and he found it in the grass. He's like, you know what? Lemon's out of lemonade. I'm going (laughs) to give this to the bar. And (laughs) then I can sit there and watch
2: people drink my gross toe. Yeah, but would that be kind of cool? Because you could go, you know where that toe is always going to be. I mean, oh, it might not be I on your foot. I would sit on the
1: bar stool right next to where what tourists are paying to have it done, and I'd wait for them to do it, and then I would whip off my sock and put my foot up in their face,
2: and I'd be like, that's my toe, motherfucker. You know, I've you know, never, never, never condoned flip-flops. I think flip-flops and sandals on, on men are disgusting, much like John Steele. But if you're missing your big toe... I think you should be able to, you should be allowed to wear flip flops.
1: It's cold in Alaska, though, so flip flops, yeah, but flip-flops just, just with socks. at the bar,
2: you bring it, especially in a situation like that because then you could be like, "You want know where that toe came from, and then you' just point down
1: and then I would have then I would charge them ten bucks to take a photo with me <laughs> Of course 10 they would. To lick they just the stump. No, they're not going to do that, but they'd want a photo. they'd be like, "Oh, I did this toe shot, and then here's a picture of me with the guy
2: whose toe it was. So are they going to press That's charges Facebook against material. this guy?
1: No, he paid the fine. He says they're still looking for a toe or toes. They might want some backup toes this time. And when they get one, Terry Lee, the toe captain, the current toe captain, said, he added, that they're jacking up the fee to $2,500.
2: Whoa, to prevent that from happening.
1: I mean, <laughs> you were thinking that maybe they went to the cop's. Or something. Think think that through. Think that through. I mean, yeah. I I Uh, understand it's kind uh, of ridiculous. We've been been feeding people drinks with a human fucking toe in it. And uh, some guy stole the toe and we'd like you to go find him. Number one, he's going to be like, first of all, we're not going to find him. Second of all, (laughs) serving people drinks with a human toe in it is highly illegal and way worse of a charge than uh, somebody actually drinking the toe.
2: I could see the drunk cop, like Officer Shanahan that hangs out at the hangs out at the pub would be like oh, I'm gonna go get that guy. I, are they I gonna see to pump his me? stomach
1: for the no, toe, like the
2: local guy, and like I, I don't know, we'll follow him around till he passes it. It'll be digested. <laughs> it's like a piece of beef jerky. <laughs> I bet you you probably poop that thing out. It, it I'm not sure like you all pass the other that.
1: turds too. What are you gonna like? Feel Just each sip one through, through it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. It's, ra- it's rather disgusting. So it's, what, really, it's really just easier to just get another toe. Well, I'm sure. It kind of seems like it's an honor, though. Like, people will the toe to be, to be honored, and you know. So you're immortalized at this bar. I think it's an honor. I, I would do that. I would do it. I think it's great. But about, answer me this, Wackley. my cock? <laughs> dick shot.
1: My shriveled, dried-out cock. Only women can do it, though.
2: Yeah, because that would be gay if it was a dude doing it. <laughs> um, so answer me this. What would you rather do if given the choice, the sour toe shot or my brother's ball drop shot?
1: Sour toe. I would probably <laughs> do the sour toe. If you, were in, if you were in this town in the Yukon and you've just been drinking all day and it's freezing cold out and everybody's like, toe, 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 toe. And you'd
2: yeah, be like, I, I would do it. When am
1: I ever going to get back here again?
2: Yeah, I would totally do it
1: you get this little card that you can carry in your wallet. I mean, you, you, you like to you show girls a in L.A. your stupid fucking podcasting business card. Imagine showing them your Sour Toe Club
2: card. I bet you get more ass than the podcasting business card. True. Girls don't want to make out with you after they know you had a dirty, a, dead toe, toe in, in your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, people, um, send your stories. Stick around podcast at hotmail.com. Uh, we got some phone calls to get to. You can call the Sick and Wrong hotline, 206-666-3846. This week, we are going to do sick and wrong thought experiments. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor, Audible.com.
0: If you're illiterate or have Down syndrome, but you still want to read a book... Why not go to audible.com and get an audiobook? Audible has over 75,000 titles to choose from, with more being added all the time. Just go to audiblepodcast.com diddle and get your free audiobook today.
2: So yeah, we got a few calls here, frankly. It's been a while since we've done thought experiments. I can't even remember the last time. I can't remember the last time I heard that fine theme music. So uh, let, me, let me roll the sick and wrong thought experiment theme music. Um, the, first one we, the, the first call we got here, the first thought experiment, came from an uh, Irish guy whose accent's really thick. So you might have to listen to this a couple times. unless you're, you're, You got some... Oh, no, you don't. You're at all Scottish in you. You yeah. don't have any Irish in you? Maybe a little bit. All right. So maybe you can understand <laughs> I, this. One
1: time I swallowed an Irish toe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sham himself from the forum, Northern Ireland, powder-coater. Thought experiment. Yakushi style, losing a digit, toe, finger. You get $200,000 per digit in a two-year bracket. Lance with his medical phobia, D being a pussy, WD. Nice. Who would he lose the pussy. most digits and who would end up with the most money in that two-year bracket? Peace out. Suck my plums.
2: How much Guinness do you think that guy was drinking then? Um, No, that's what a sober Irish person sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Did you understand what he was saying? You lost, what, two digits? I didn't really understand the two-year bracket, but I guess you have
1: two years to sort of do this process. And each time you cut off a finger, or maybe toes also. uh, I think he said fingers.
2: Or digits. I I heard digits, digits. which
1: could be tail, but I think he's probably talking about fingers, right? let's just assume it's fingers you get two hundred thousand dollars for each one you do so you could like you know uh day one of the two-year period you could do one and then like by the end maybe you could sort of cut off
2: the last finger on your hand and have uh what two million dollars two million dollars but would that be worth it to you to lose all all those fingers no i wouldn't lose all my fingers
1: i you know you don't have to lose them all you get to make a choice have
2: you ever read you could about... You do none the, uh, and get zero
1: and say, I love all my pr- my beautiful hands.
2: Well, there's certain fingers you don't necessarily have to use, like your pinky. You, you use every those. finger
1: for something, though.
2: Yeah, but Pinky's okay. good for picking your nose. Yeah, but did you ever... Uh, have you ever read about the Yakuza when they, uh, when they are shamed or when they've done something and they need to, they need to repent, they have to cut off a finger? Is you it heard? just
1: repenting? Because I feel like I've seen movies where just to get into the Yakuza, you cut off the little finger.
2: I think okay. I think that's what it is. You show you your dedication be like an to be in or it. Something, yeah. But but then if uh, but then if you like you know screw up or you embarrass somebody or you embarrass yourself or dishonor someone, you got to cut off another finger. So that so what's happening is a lot of guys when they get out of the yakuza, they're missing fingers. And they can't get jobs because everyone's like, oh, you're in the yakuza. Or, you were in the yakuza.
0: Yep, so hard for they, life.
2: Well, what they do is they've made these, like, um, these really impressive, I was reading an article about it, these really cool looking um, prosthetic fingers. I mean, they're, some are really realistic, but others are made of like marble and, and like, they, look, they look really cool and they're bionic, like you can marble. move them around. No, they're, I mean, they're very ornate. They're decorative <laughs> prosthetic fingers. It would be heavy, a marble finger. You'd look like uh, Destro or someone like that. Um, chrome. Yeah, they'd have a chrome finger. How badass would that be?
1: It doesn't seem like that's going to help you get a job. <laughs> are they going to realize that, like, oh, you have a chrome finger because you're in the Yakuza?
2: Or they just might think you're a baller. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, okay, what, what I'm saying is... They don't...
1: You're, you're saying they're bionic? I don't believe that. They're not bionic,
2: second. but if you, you know, if you just have a stump left, you know, some of your fingers, you can around. move it around. Yeah, so it looks...
1: <laughs> How big of a pussy are you allowed to be if you're like, okay, yes, uh... What what do they call what do they What do they call their, like sensei whatever yeah, i don't know <laughs> like i would cut off my finger
2: well i think <laughs> you, know you just, it is well, you just
1: cut off like a millimeter
2: <laughs> i think it's the severity <laughs> of the dishonor like if it's very i mean if you've like fucked the sensei's daughter or something you gotta cut the whole finger off but if you just like you know crashed his mercedes benz you just cut you just only have to cut the tip off
1: but but i get but don't you cut it off yourself
2: right yeah in front of him with like a big sushi knife
1: so what if i like just cut off a really small amount and i just look at him? Eh, again? It's eh. eh, eh. <laughs> like,
2: no, and then you got to do it again. And then you're like, you're but, going like, but, but what what's the point th-? yeah. of doing that? Cause then you just have a little stump.
1: I don't know. I would want to keep as much of my finger as possible. Like you said. So then the, uh, the fake finger would be more functional. If you go all the way down to the knuckle, the things not functioning at all.
2: I'm just saying what I would do is I'd probably cut my pinkies off, like maybe down to like halfway and then i'd get some really cool chrome like fake yeah but pinkies. no for the
1: two hundred thousand dollars, you got to cut the whole thing off to the knuckle that's what i'm saying
2: okay well then i'd cut the pinkies off and i get some really chrome fingers so on either side they're chrome and i look like a badass and that i got be, 400 uh, grand
1: i'd be like nice chrome bitch <laughs> look at this <laughs> I, platinum shit
2: dude when you pull out your 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 wad of cash to make it rain at the strip club and you have chrome fingers what about well, I don't are gonna be titanium what about that all right, no, even better titanium fingers would be even better
1: what would be like the, what would be the lamest thing they could be made of
2: like jade
1: <laughs> or no turquoise turquoise that's yeah probably
2: I mean. turquoise you know that would just be god or a crystal like, I got
1: these in Santa Fe crystal with antiquing finger. I found these, these turquoise uh, they're made from Native American turquoise
2: yeah that, that wouldn't be I w- all I'm saying is I would lose two or fingers or just like
1: two dildos <laughs> little buckles. you could blocks. swap them
2: off yeah. Edward penis hands. There you um go. Yeah, I think I would just lose two. 400 grand. That'd be fine. I don't need any more than that. Oh, no. I would go further than that. 400 you, grand's not that much money. You could cut off more. I would go...
1: I would go... Let's see here. Obviously, pinkies. They're
2: gone. Fuck that finger.
1: You don't need uh, them. But you
2: need your thumb, and you need your index finger.
1: Obviously, I'm keeping those. Uh... But then you don't have to go. You don't have to go symmetrical, right? What if I just do my whole hand, my whole left
2: hand? All of them. <laughs> then, Maybe if, then I'll actually, the, I'll
1: keep the thumb for dueling winklers because I don't want to be consigned to single winklers for the rest of my
2: life. But then you can get a hook and be the ultimate badass,
1: right? And that—that's exactly what I was thinking was when I said the whole hand is. I could get like a cool, a golden arm,
2: and you could probably buy with that. What is that? That would be. You know, five, so it'd be like uh, almost, million. No, million. <laughs> almost a million dollars. No, a million dollars. Maybe after it's taxes. After taxes. It's
1: hard to count when you don't have your
2: fingers. After taxes, yeah. <laughs> All right,
1: taxes. <laughs> this is going to be, this is getting reported to the IRS. It's shady. It's fucking income. And mutilation income. income
2: scheme. Although, I, I do think. I, it'd be- I
1: do both pinkies. The three, I would just keep a finger and a thumb on the left hand, and I think I would keep four fingers on the right. So what does that give me? That's $800,000. I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah. I'm not I'm, paying taxes I'm, on that shit, so. I'm going two pinkies. But I do like the idea of being a really rich guy, and that's how you get to fuck with the pores. So how many yeah. uh, fingers are you going to cut off if, uh, for two hundred grand? It's yeah. It's rather sadistic. Mm. Um, the second uh, thought experiment here is an email, and it kind of goes along the same lines. also has to deal with uh, amputation. Uh, Dastardly Dick writes in, Hey, wankmeisters, we all like to masturbate, but what do you do when you lose your hands in an accident in the line of, or in the line of duty? Well, thank God doctors have now managed to overcome this problem by developing the expertise to enable hand transplants, which is true. I mean, they've, they've done this to a lot of uh, Iraqi war vets. Um, but then I started thinking about it a bit more. Especially as the doctors say that the nerves will take months to regenerate. So if you had a hand transplant, how long do you think it would be before you tried a knuckle shuffle with a hand donated from a dead stranger's body? And would it be gay if it was a man's hand?
1: I assume they gave you a man's hand if you're a man.
2: You know, I mean, uh, uh, I just want it. I mean, it's a stranger's hand on your dick, but, but ultimately it's your hand now. What if it was, like, Arsenio Hall's hand? It's just, like, a really big black guy's hand.
1: <laughs> His hands aren't necessarily big, but he has those extremely long fingers.
2: Fingers, yeah. There's a there's a genetic
1: disorder that causes that. And I don't know if he has it, but, like, a lot of, like, white people have it where they're extremely gangly.
2: Yeah, he does. He does have a weird shaped body,
1: and they get really long fingers, and ha- and their hands are long, and usually they have very like elongated necks. You've never heard of this?
2: No, I think you're making this up.
1: No, I'm not making this <laughs> It's it's like typically sort of fatal
2: because they get older and they're so brittle and elongated. Uh... Do they turn to like Mister Fantastic or is it Doctor Fantastic? The stretchy, <laughs> yeah, all like stretchy, that. Stretch Armstrong. Um, I don't think it's gay. If you're whacking off yourself with your newly attached hand, if, if you're whacking off another man with your newly attached hand, you're gay. But I, I don't think it's gay that you're just having a wank. But, that, but that's not the question. <clears throat> the question is the thought experiment. You've lost both your hands in an accident. Doctors are able to give you a double hand transplant, and they have two donor bodies that are equally matched to you one is a man, one is a woman. Would you opt to have one of the woman's hands transplanted onto you purely to avoid this wanking dilemma, the whole gay thing? That way, when you want to wank, you have a woman's hand that can do it for you. But what excuse do you use to explain this decision in everyday life? Thanks for a great seven years, dastardly dick. What do you think? What do you think here, Wackerly? I would get a man's hand. You get two man's hands. Oh, it's both your hands. You lost both your hands. So would um, you just get one man's hand on your left and a woman's hand on your right? Can I just, get a
1: tentacle or something like that?
2: No, you, only, you can only have a choice of either you a man a man and a woman. Both what of what these a, corpses are equally matched. In what about your, a, like a lobster? Proportions, uh, like a lobster claw. <laughs> Those aren't even on the table. Sorry. You could either have a woman's I hand would do, or I would a man's do, hand. Uh, I would do two men's hands. You would not be concerned about the wanking dilemma. No,
1: because you're gonna you got to be concerned with not ever getting laid if like women see you and you have this weird feminine
2: hand. <laughs> it is so weird though when you meet a guy that has like a really soft feminine hand.
1: No, no. What's even weirder than small soft hands are really small
2: hands. <laughs> Big Jer has really small hands.
1: No. Because I've never noticed it with Big jar, but I do know some people with, like, really small hands. Like, like they're like the side hands. of a small biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ugh. <laughs> and they're usually bigger dudes, and maybe that yeah. even makes it, it's, you know, the perspective makes it even worse.
2: But see, now that would be befuddling, because it'd make me think my dick is bigger than it actually is.
1: Yeah, you don't want to get too overconfident. And just, like, the thin, like, feminine fingers. Yeah, but like, it would be would nice have to, paint to have the nails? a feminine
2: hand to be able to stroke your dick, like your jack-off hand. It would be just nice if some, you could, if you could put switch them out. switch
1: a nail polish on your own hand.
2: It'd yeah, but wouldn't it be cool really? if you could somehow switch it out, like, unscrew it, put in a girl's hand, and then just give a little jack off and unscrew it put the man's hand back on?
1: You know you would be bored with that, that uh routine after about like one week
2: and you just go back to just jacking it yeah i'm too lazy to, ch- to switch it out <laughs> get it out of the velvet
1: box and unscrew it you're just like i'm just gonna jack off in five minutes and i'll be done
2: doctor i totally lost my jack off hand can i get another one
0: <laughs> god damn it those are
2: very hard to get okay this is the last one i think this dude has some major hang-ups about his sexuality if you ask well, me it's like who cares I mean, you getting- wouldn't let a man give you a hand job well no, I'm other just saying himself. it's it's once they're on your body, once they've been detached from the other man's body and they've been attached to your body, they're your fucking hands dude. You're not gay if you're jacking off with your hands.
1: you know when they when you get an organ transplant and they're, and they're like, "Oh, the body's rejecting the organ, and they have to like take it out and put a new one in. What if you went to the doctor? And you're like, doctor, doctor, I need to get my hand uh, removed and get another one. He's like, why? Is your body rejecting it? No, but my cock is. I can't jack off with this hand. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> my just, my penis is hard. rejecting this hand.
2: Okay. What, okay, what if very this... very traumatic. The, the, the last scenario here. What if it was P-Town's hand? Like, it was only, like if P-Town, you know... No, was, I he, wouldn't want to... Fr- fight, wouldn't his organ, but it was the only hand thing. you could get. Would you rather just have no hand or P-Town's hand? <laughs> <laughs> or someone you knew. Like someone you knew well.
1: Uh, <laughs> can I get the hand and just not jack off with it?
2: I guess. Then you'd have to switch to the left.
1: What if I just got something from com, like a, like a mechanical pussy.
2: No, you had like to if have... if
1: P-Town's hand was holding the fleshlight, I don't think
2: that's so bad. Okay, it was either... All right, it was either this. But now, see, Your that sounds like hands I want or Pat no to actually hands.
1: hold a fleshlight while I fuck it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd go for that either. It'd be creepy. Anyway, um, last did we, one. Did, you, did we answer the question? What did you say? Woman's I hand? said I would just have a man's hand. I mean, it'd be oh, nice yeah. if I could attach a woman's hand every now and then. It'd work, You'd want to but, switch
1: it out, right? I got, I got I it. I mean,
2: that'd be cool, but that's not going to happen. So, yeah, I just want a man's hand. I mean, I'm a dude. You're going to be using these hands for other purposes, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> like you can't, like you get a woman's hand to jack off with, but you can't open jars anymore. <laughs> God damn it. Well, at least i can jack off with this woman's hand, but you have to ask your guy friends, can you open this peanut butter? And they're like, what? Oh, right. Cause you're a woman's hand. you have
2: woman's hands. <laughs> Here's the last thought experiment. It says, guys, here goes short and simple. Would you rather a watch a 10 minute DVD every day for the rest of your life of your parents having sex? And Lance, it isn't the same session you watch each time. Or B, join in just once for a male-male-female threesome and end this madness.
1: So like every day your parents fuck and they film it and then they mail you the tape and the next day you have to watch
2: it. You have to watch it.
1: But it's it's not like the same scene that you could just ultimately get desensitized to and just be like oh yeah here's that part and it's that part.
2: No, it's like anal one you, day and then it's you know sixty nine one day and
1: like your dad develops a big boil on his ass one week and you have to look at that.
2: Yeah, it's just you know, it's, it, but it's only ten minutes. It's not that long. <laughs> it's very long. He um, no MMF this... for sure. You go for the MMF. the MMF, yeah. Those scars would be there forever.
1: Do my ball? Or do the balls have to touch, or can we like uh, wobbly H? That's MMF.
2: Well, I guess I mean he doesn't really specify, but I'm thinking there'd have to be some DP.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's different.
2: Would, would you make eye contact, or would you just look away the whole time during DP? Yeah, with well, your you dad.
1: Can. I'm not, it's not an MMF with your dad.
2: No, it's, your okay, your dad's in your mom's vagina, you're in your mom's asshole. And, wait
1: a minute, wait a minute, I didn't understand this. MMF with your parents? Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> I, I didn't hear that part. What did you think it was? I thought you just said engage in MMF.
2: No, no, it's either watching... With
1: your parents? No, I would watch the tape, God. <laughs> Why? How is that even? A I was question? wondering what you're
2: saying about that. I mean, no, just like, I thought really? it was just,
1: I thought it was just like engage in MMF with some random people, and that's why I didn't understand. Like, why is that even a choice?
2: No, it's either a 10 minute DVD scene of your parents having sex oh, yeah, every 10 day, minutes. or it's a MMF with I'll your just, parents <laughs> and end this madness.
1: I'll just start practicing like transcendental meditation and just go to my happy place for 10 minutes a day. It'll probably be
2: healthy. I just close my eyes. You're not allowed to close your eyes. I guess I would probably, yeah. Like, probably you can, learn you can't, to train It doesn't my count mind. if
1: you're like, oh, I would, just, I would just surf Facebook on my phone while the movie was on and turn the sound off. Like, no. You got to have your eyes open, not be doing anything else. But like I said, I think you could get away with, like, transcendental meditation or something. How
2: would you explain this to your living girlfriend?
1: I don't... I mean... <laughs> How would you, you just have to be like, I don't know, a demon cursed me and that this is my life now. I have to watch this tape. I mean, she would be like, why don't you just not watch it? Just throw it in the garbage when it comes in the mail. And you're like, I can't because why?
2: What if she was like, I'm disgusted by this. This is unnatural. Just, just have a male, male, female threesome with your parents once. Like you don't
0: (laughs) even have to come. You just have to penetrate.
1: No girl would say that.
2: Instead of 10 minutes every day for the rest of their lives.
1: She doesn't your girlfriend doesn't have to watch it with you.
2: No, but she's there. She's probably watching, oh, she you know, go out the shopping view or
1: whatever. Or get her nails done. <laughs> you can have a private room where you do this. Like just a special closet. Your shame closet.
2: Your shame closet. Bryn of the than Shire having here. Having an MMF with your mom and dad? It, you know my shame closet would have all this porn just like pictures of, you know, hot sexy no. ladies all over and <laughs> no, just a small can't be little looking TV at screen. Other porn. <laughs> <laughs> That, on that my iPod? It.
1: Maybe you could. Maybe you could have it pay- You have to be looking right at the screen, but in your peripheral vision, you can have, like, porn taped up. But but, but now you're getting a boner watching it?
2: Yeah, that'd be weird, too. Dude, you have issues. Um, Bryn of the Shire here, who um, asked this question, said, I think I would go the DVD option. Uh, keep up the good work. Yeah, well, Yeah, um, I
1: didn't know it was with your parents. <laughs>
2: You're all into it, yeah. Male, male, female. Why not?
1: I almost said like, yeah. I just get drunk and be maybe be fun. (laughs) Not with my mom and dad. (laughs)
2: Oh, it's a horrible, horrible thought. Could imagine that happening. Um. Anyway, people uh, call in the sick wrong hotline. Uh, You can always call us. Some of your thought experiments. Uh, The ones we got today were very creative. We appreciate thought experiments. Kind of like that. 206-666-3846 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh we got to get out of here. As always, um, we want you to subscribe to the show on iTunes. I know we're nearing that 1200 rating mark. I haven't actually seen I haven't looked on uh, iTunes yet, re- you know, this week. But um, we're pretty close to 1200 and uh, keep going. Keep rating. <laughs> keep commenting. Keep doing it. We it's appreciate a marathon. it. Rating marathon. No, but I mean, when you listen through iTunes, it does help us out. So uh, we appreciate that. Um, also, uh, yep, yeah, the Shit Story theme music uh, competition is going to be happening quite soon. I'm waiting to get the new t-shirts, which will be here by the end of this week. So I'm going to have the brand new Sick Wrong t-shirts available for the end of this week. And I'm going to launch a Sick and um, Shit Story theme music. So the winners will actually win. the. I, th- I think what we're going to do is maybe we'll give out three prizes. So the first... First place, we'll get something kind of cool and a T-shirt. Second place, something kind of cool and a T-shirt. And third place, we'll get a T-shirt. And that's about it. But there will be gifts. There will be good gifts. Um, So, yeah, look for that. Also, uh, Sick and Wrong store. Right now, you can go to the Cafe Press store. There are many new designs there. And uh, by the end of the week, I plan to have the new Sick and Wrong tees available. So, hopefully, I can find a hot chick to model them for me. Might have to hire one. Uh, finally here, the Sigurong Song of the Week was sent in from Amanda. She says, since Wackerly has such a boner for William Shatner, I hope he doesn't <laughs> prematurely ejaculate when he hears this.
1: I don't I, really have a boner for William Shatner.
2: Who, okay, Shatner or uh, Stewart? <laughs> Stewart. More than Shatner?
1: Yeah, Shatner's like, a buffoon.
2: Okay, so if you were on the Enterprise, you'd rather have Stewart be at the helm. Yes. I disagree. He's much more responsible. I disagree. Much more capable captain. No way. Shat- Shatner would be so much more fun. we well, would be doing f- wobbly H's with aliens across the galaxy, whereas Stuart would probably bum you.
1: <laughs> since, when, since when was Shatner like sharing his sexual conquest with like the guy who washes dishes in the galley, which is what you would be?
2: You don't think Spock gave the shocker? spocker you're not, do
1: you think you're <laughs> spock you're not
2: spock no i'm just saying if i was one of, if i was like sulu you're or like something you're like the guy who cleans
1: the bathrooms
2: if okay if i was the entertainment on the enterprise like we did this podcast to be entertainment on the enterprise i bet you every now and then me and shatner would do a few rails drink some like i don't know alien toe shots and then uh next thing you know we'd be just wobbly h and Across the galaxy. You're, first of all, you're a Ferengi.
1: <laughs> you really think Shatner's <laughs> going to share his birds with a Ferengi?
2: I don't even know what that means. What We're does that space mean? Space Jews. A space Jew?
1: <laughs> yeah. Isn't Shatner a space Jew? Well, he's an Earth Jew.
2: <laughs> Same thing.
1: You got, you've never looked into this Ferengi thing. It's pretty
2: funny. I have to look that up.
1: It's basically a kind of an offensive stereotype, but they just made it into an alien instead of Jewish people. But they're this like, they, like raised with aliens? giant noses and big ears, and they're obsessed with gold and commerce <laughs> Shut and banking. Up, really?
0: Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: an and they're called on, the Ferengis.
1: They're called the Ferengis, and they're sort of annoying and have these like nasal voices.
2: I can't believe the Jews who probably produced that show didn't try to. Yeah, post they probably thought it was funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. What color were they? Orange. Orange. <laughs> Anyway, I almost prematurely ejaculated when I heard this. It's Shatner singing Iron Man with the members of Black Sabbath, including Ozzy. Well,
1: that sounds decent.
2: Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's on his, uh, I guess he did an album that came out a couple years ago called Seeking Major Tom. He also does Bohemian Rhapsody on it and Space it.
1: Bohemian Rhapsody is the worst fucking song ever, and why does everybody have such a giant boner for it? I don't know. It sucks. It's irritating.
2: I've always been irritated by it, but Shatner doing it, it's okay. I don't mind it. Anyway, we're going to end the show with that. Thanks, Amanda, for sending that in. Uh, people will be back next week, episode three ninety-seven. Till then, take it
0: easy. bob Medigan and you're living ah, listen living listening to synchronon the sick and run <laughs> thanks
2: dude
0: right here yes you're listening to synchronon and this is bob Medigan and uh, i hope you're still gonna listen later on dude <laughs>